This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Destiny. Destiny is a 3-5 reflector. She's a human design and gene keys guide, a psychic life coach and energy healer. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I can't like, I can't, I swear every single time I'm with somebody who has an accent, like my open throat can do nothing, but just like respond back to you in like the similar accent. And then I'm like, oh no, are people going to think that's rude? Like, <laughs> That's just, that's just us, isn't it? Accents. I always pick up on people's accent if I spend time with them. Give us, give me your best Australian accent. Come on. Oh my God. I'm terrible at it. I cannot do your R's. Like, I don't know. I can't, for, I can't for the life of me do the, 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 it's like the Canadian R and then like the Australian R. I don't know how to do that part. <laughs> and the Canadians have got that. Oh, oh, isn't it? It's like a boot. I'm going to, anybody <laughs> listening to them, we are not disrespecting you. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm just like, I'm somebody who can like, typically, like, if I hear you, like I like said, I will like unconsciously so often, like, just repeat it back, especially if I like go to a place where predominantly people are speaking in a different, um, <clears throat> I wanted to say tongue, <laughs> in a different accent. Um, I'll just naturally start picking it up. But the Australian and the Canadians are the only two that I'm like, I got like a couple of your words, a couple of your sounds, and then the rest, I'm just leaving too. I can't do it. <laughs> It's just, I was listening. It's funny you should say that because I've been listening to this uh, audio book and this woman, this voice actor who is obviously narrating it is phenomenal because she flicks from an Icelandic accent, American, Australian. So when I heard that, it was like, oh, English um, and, a, and another kind of variation. It must be like a, uh, like a Dutch accent and it, it is so incredible to listen to her flow between all these accents. I'm like, how do you do that? And it sounds good. Yeah. I think people like that are just like, they're just, they've got this genius brain that I just can't even fathom how they could store all of that and flip between all of it. But then again, like I do that with random weird accents sometimes. So maybe that's, maybe that's our foundational point to it all. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm so glad that you are here. We, oh, it would have been eight months ago. We were, we we're going to have this chat and we've been meaning to have this chat. And then finally it was like, I feel like recording again. I feel like podcasting again. And I'm like, who can I talk some really cool shit with? And I'm like, <laughs> destiny, because as I'd mentioned to you, I'd been having these really profound dreams. And I thought, who's the first person who I can talk to about this? that could possibly get me you <laughs> you know, it's just like you know you might want to be associated with other things but it's just like no <laughs> I think she'll get it but before we get into that can you just share with us like your journey um in finding human design or human design finding you and the gene keys would you mind sharing with us yeah I would love to I would love to. Um, yeah, so I found human design, I believe it was 2015, um, through a friend, of course. And I was doing, I was trying to start a, a business, like my very first ever business of my own. Um, and a friend of mine who lived out in California was like, have you ever heard of this thing called human design? 
I said, no, I sure haven't. Why don't you tell me about it? Curious about everything. Open head center, like give it to me. Um, and so he told me about it and he's like, okay, do you know what time you're born? So I was like, yes, got all the information, put it in. And he's like, oh my God, you're a reflector. And I was like, oh my God, what does that mean? And then, you know, he goes into the whole like, oh, you're so rare. You're the 1%. Oh my God, this is so cool. I've only ever known one other reflector. And it's actually a friend of mine's fiance. You should, you, you need to get a reading with him. Like absolutely need to get a reading. And so I was like, okay, cool. So he, he, he connected us. Um, and I think within like a few days, he, he and I had gotten on the phone and, we spent, this was a free, just like off the cuff, shooting the shit, just like reading. And we spent eight hours on the phone together. <laughs> I think quite possibly the longest call I've ever had since maybe like middle school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably even broke the record there. Um, But yeah, we spent like eight hours on the phone together and it was just like, I was talking to a psychic, you know, like it, somebody telling me, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody telling me things about myself that no stranger, no stranger should have known. And I'm sure that, you know, there's other reflectors out there and just people in general who can uh, relate to the fact that like, when you're somebody who's different, you kind of grow up and you like, you just really want answers. Like you really want somebody to be able to understand you and to see you. And, you know, I had never I had never experienced anything like a psychic or any type of like mystical thing like that, even though I was into like ghosts and, you know, other ghouly worldly kind of things. Mm -hmm. I had never really experienced like magic in that sense. Right. And that's really kind of what I equated it to with that call, because it's like, you know, I'm meeting this person. He's telling me all these things about myself. It's blowing my mind. I'm feeling seen. I'm like, what, what is this? It's like, that was like, I think my first like conscious moment of like reflector surprise yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, of having that happen. Um, and so after that call, I remember like getting back to my friend uh, who was out in California and I was just like, oh my God, like what is this thing? What is this system? Like, this is so amazing. This is so incredible. Like this needs to be everywhere. This needs to be in schools. This needs to be in, in doctor's offices. Like why does, why are the news people not just shouting this from the rooftop? Like, you know, it blew my mind to such a degree that it was just like, I think from that moment on, like I knew that that was really important and I knew it was really pivotal and big. Um, but it's human design. And I'm sure that, that like most reflectors when, or just people in general, when you go to look at your chart for the very first time, you just stare at it and you're like, all these shapes, all these lines, all these numbers, I have no fucking clue what <laughs> any of it means. And it just seemed like so daunting to potentially figure out what all of that meant, like very similar to astrology where my mom was into astrology, but like, I could never get into it. It just seemed like my head's going to explode if I attempt to figure what this is out. Like, I just, this makes no logical sense to me. Um, but I kind of just like, I basically was just like, okay, like, I don't know what to do with that other than like, okay, I know I'm like super rare. I know that I'm supposed to like wait a long time to make decisions. So like, okay. I think I, for the first like two years, I just like took that information on the very, just like basic level and just observed me in my life. 
before I could ever even, you know, come back to, to, you know, finding some source material, studying anything, learning anything. That was just like my very first two years into my process was just having my mind blown with that first reading, taking all of the bits and pieces that he told me, and then taking these very few little nuggets and just being like, okay, shit's different. What are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what did you do? That's two years. So then you started deep diving into the. Yes. Yeah. So I made a huge life shift. I moved out of the very toxic environment, the place that I was born in um, and moved out to Colorado. And it probably took, I don't know, maybe just like a few months um, being out here before I was like, oh yeah, this like human design thing. Like I would think I was starting to talk to those two friends again. We were talking about some other business ideas and it kind of, you know, popped back into my awareness as human design seems to do with so many people just like, Hey, you, you remember me. Um, and so I bought the definitive book of human design as my first book. And I remember getting it and cracking it open and like, you know, reading the first few pages and being like, what the fuck is this? And being like, okay, let me just go to the reflector part. So I went to the reflector part and read it and like, oh my gosh, like some of the stuff was like, I could read it and I could understand it. And the few little nuggets that I could were like blowing my mind. But beyond that, it was like gibberish. I was like, again, like it was like seeing the chart for the first time, like seeing the definitive book of human design and how raw presents it and everything was like, what, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Like I've got the book. You're telling me the words. I, I don't know what to do with this. So again, I, I got the book. I read that and I was just like, okay, little bit digest, put it back down. And I think I probably put it back down for close to like another year until I got into a little bit further into a relationship. And I was like, I need to see his chart. <laughs> I need to see his chart and I need to figure out what's going on here. You waited so that long. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, I think it was like about two years into it. But again, I mean, when we, when I first got here, I was just surviving. And, you know, the first time I tried cracking open that book, it was just like, blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And then I think, I think I had started like following some people on Instagram. And so I had started to like see the information um, come into my awareness on a little easier level. So I think I was like picking up some tidbits here and there, some nuggets that were making it easier to digest. And then, so I finally like went and got like Karen Curry Parker's book and a couple others was like trying to find something that to help me digest this and to get this information. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so I started, you know, learning about it for myself and my chart and my boyfriend's chart and our connection chart and like trying to really figure out all the nuances and you know trying to be like hacking the system in terms of like okay I'm gonna figure out about him and then and then I'm gonna maneuver myself in this way like not manipulation just like I just just the knowledge yeah, yeah. just the knowledge is gonna help me figure out him in this like enigma he's a one three eight out of nine quad split projector so like literally and <laughs> like even to this day I'm still like what what's going on here babe <laughs> um so that really pulled me into it and then once I started diving into that I just got like sucked in so quickly to it and was just like okay like I'm I mean a third line so like I like my mind needs to experience it and you know my fifth line needs to like do something with it and like help with it so I started doing um 
coaching for just a few people where I would like, you know, study their charts and I'd be studying for hours and writing all the notes and then going and doing sessions with them. Um, and that kind of like basically slowly progressed into me doing more and more, um, free, just like test readings with people. And as I was going through there, it got to a point where people were finally like, Hey, like, this is really helpful. You should, you should definitely be charging for this. And so I was like, Oh, Oh shit. You're right. I can't. And then like, that was kind of really when the momentum started of me realizing that like, Oh, I can actually do this for like a part of my living and it kind of like perfectly complements like my natural abilities and what I've always been able to do in terms of like being a natural counselor and just like I was that mirror my whole life right so it's like you don't not mirror just because you don't know um so yeah I just like I became obsessed with it and I just kept doing it and it's just like it's like there's just been this force for the years just like pulling me along pulling me along getting me to like study more and more and use it more and more um so yeah and that's been oh it's 2022 so about four years in the making in terms of like actually studying it and working with it um and now I am approaching my seventh year since I like found out about it and started experimenting mm-hmm. um so that's that's been interesting it's to just kind of like especially go for so long being like, I don't know if this seven year thing is accurate. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a thing or not. And then like getting to the end of my seventh year being like, some things have changed. This might be accurate. I'm not sure. (laughs) Like hold the phone. I'll tell you in a little bit. So I think it's, um, and I know that, you know, they like to put hard, fast numbers on these. And, and I was just having a chat last week with um, Claire, who's a, a reader here in Australia too. She's a generator. She's not a reflector. And we were just talking about stuff. And she actually asked me the question. She said, um, talk to me about myth busting. And I went, ooh, you're asking ooh. a 5-1. <laughs> 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 let the heretic, let the heretic <laughs> come out. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, she said about myths. And I, I just said, yeah, there's these things like that I think are just bullshit. Um I think there is a, a level of waiting, but is it, why does it have to be seven years? Is it just an auspicious number because seven? Um, sometimes I think it happens a lot earlier. Sometimes it takes longer. I think it's just a deconditioning process. And what do you think about that seven years? Yeah, I mean, I've heard, you know, I've heard it from multiple sources. I mean, you know, Richard Rudd talks about it. Um, you know, obviously Ra talks about it. And, you know, there's been other other aspects of just like changing your physiology and the cells reproducing and all that kind of stuff in terms of like biological like reasoning um, that I've heard. And, but I'm also a fifth one. So it's like, fuck you until I experience it for myself. I'm not taking your truth as my truth. So again, it's like one of those things where it's like, I can't really tell. But um, I was actually talking to my boyfriend and having a conversation with him about this because it's like, it's this weird, like I've always felt this weird sensation of like when people talk about deconditioning in the human design world and saying that it's, Oh, it's a seven year process. Um, and also just the experiences that I've had with people in the community and people being especially hateful towards reflectors and like not self-reflectors and like trying to say that if you've not deconditioned before seven years, you are not self-reflector and you're dangerous. We don't want to listen to you. You know, like that kind of like narrative has beautiful been- Beautiful accent, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> the beautiful fake accent. <laughs> that narrative had like I've heard it personally and I've seen it so many times and 
you know, it's like one of those things where every single time I've heard it, it's been like, like, fuck you. Like, first of all, who who is anybody to tell anybody who's deconditioned or not? Certainly anybody who's not a reflector. Uh, a little bit harder like I can understand a reflector being like somebody's not self because like hey we're kind of built for that like we're kind of (laughs) whether people want to hear it or not like we're kind of built for it um but beyond that there was always this question of like okay but what does the deconditioning process technically look like what does somebody need to be doing during those seven years in order to be properly you know air quotes deconditioning or do they have to have a reading do they have to be studying do they have to be living a certain way like what did it what is it that they would need to be doing because you've always been living your design yeah to some degree or another you know whether you've got other shit piled on top of it and you're living that the majority of the time or you're not like you're living your chart always since the moment you were born, you know, to whatever degree it's being expressed is different depending upon moment to moment seasons in your life, you know, circumstances, stuff like that, but you're always you. Mm-hmm. And so like that aspect of it has always like frustrated me when people kind of come in and, and talk about, you know, the deconditioning and the not self and trying to label somebody not self or not deconditioned because of some arbitrary time. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I look back on my journey and I'm like, yes, I have been living this way my whole life. However, if we want to talk about living in terms of like full, pure alignment and like even to say that denote like makes one think that you could arrive at perfection and then like you'll just be there. But like that's just not how life works, right? There's always change. There's always room mm-hmm. for growth. It sounds but, like it's all like... I want to get to enlightenment. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like every, every single thing, like even source is still expanding itself. So like, we're not going to find ourselves at the point at that end point. But what I will say is like what I through soundboarding it out with my lovely projector boyfriend, what I did come to realize though, is that in terms of like, when we're talking about pure deconditioning, I think there are two currently in my scope of experience and awareness. I think in order for somebody to kind of go into the deconditioning process, like really, truly authentically, I do think one of two things has to be happening. I think that either the person has to, yes, understand their chart to know what's them and to know what's not. So that way they can focus on that. So having some level of education around the chart and around the system in that regard, like really as it pertains to them, nothing and nobody else, like you don't need to know the whole system, but just knowing your chart, Mm -hmm. either that or somebody has to have the capacity to be extremely self-aware yeah. Like already self-reflective, self-contemplative, like, right. Because you, you have to kind of like, in order to go down that path, which you can, because I've witnessed myself throughout my life going down that path. And certainly throughout the journey with this knowledge, I've also noticed this, but I think this level of, of personal mindfulness is really truly a, a pivotal key point to to no matter which side you went right mm. if you went down the path of knowing human design I think you would still need this mindfulness but I think somebody could do a deconditioning 
for themselves without the system if they were just wholly committed to being really mindful, being super self-aware and tapping into their bodies, feeling into what feels right, like, you know, what action feels right, what words feel right, what movement feels right, like, you know, what way of being feels in alignment with my heart and my soul and what doesn't. Right. And then utilizing that information and kind of like checking in real time, like as you're going along and the, like the level of resiliency, I think that that would take too. you know, like it's, I think it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Excuse me. I agree wholeheartedly there. I think that it's also about having the intention. So being, having that, you know, that frequency, you know, that's what intention is, isn't it? It's just like, I'm deciding that this is where I want to go. And even though you might hit the road, the road, the rocks in the road and just be stumble, stumble, trip, your intention is still, I want to discover more about me Mm -hmm. or I want something more in my life, not necessarily more outside, but more internal. And I do agree with you there. That's that intention of going, I want to understand me from this part of human design or just me or be really Mm self-aware. I think that's really, really difficult for a reflector unless they are guided yeah by somebody early on like uh, um I guess us as parents now like being able to sort of like help you know our children or help the little people of the world with understanding who they are I'm really really excited about the the future generations to be able to be a little bit more them because we didn't get that so I think there's that constant like batting your head for reflectors. I, I think even for a lot of open-centered pe- pe- beings um, <clears throat> to have that self-awareness, but you get yeah. there. We all get there in the end, some way or another. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's, I think it's so true. And especially for reflectors. I mean, I've, I've seen it in some of the other reflector friends that I have who don't know human design well I mean I watch them go through you know just their their life their life things and it's just so it's so interesting because it's like you kind of have to like I have to like straddle that line especially now with where I'm at with the knowledge and information and and really feeling like especially with the gene keys I've like burned so much of it into me at like a foundational level that that's how my mind and my body Uh, my consciousness like interprets things so I can you can see the inner workings right I mean like that's kind of really honestly what the magic of us as reflectors is here for is to understand the program and every single person is a unique expression of that program so whenever we learn this information whenever we learn about the program we literally see it, you know, and it's like, I, I just like, don't literally see the, like the yeah. zeros and the ones yeah. like in the matrix, but I feel like that's kind of what it's like, right? Like you could, you could see the coding that's under, that's, that's yeah. working underneath. And so it's all, it's, it's an interesting line with reflectors and non-reflectors even to just like, to get to the point where it's like, as a reflector, you see the program, you see, you see the inner workings of somebody's life. And then you kind of have to step back and go, okay, is it in alignment for them to know this information mm-hmm. and to utilize this information to help them? Or is it better that they just like, you know, they just go through their process and figure it out on their own. And it's like, 
it's this it's this weird back and forth because I'm the weirdo who's like, give me the fucking cheat codes. Absolutely. <laughs> like I, this shit is complicated enough. Okay. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like yeah and so it's like watching like especially watching like I have another reflector friend and like watching him go through things like I've I've slowly kind of given him like tidbits and nuggets because he's had resistance to like really learning about it it's like every once in a while I'm just like hey here's a little drop in the bucket of like you're going through this thing you've gone around in circles a couple times with it I'm gonna just tell you what's going on here just to help you out of this one you know um and even just taking, especially for reflectors, just t- like ha- just having the awareness of the fact that we are constantly changing. Yes. That aspect alone to to just let a reflector know. Yes. That you're literally never going to be the same. But how like, freeing is that when you figure that out? More. When you feel that? How freeing! Like. What's it's like, it's either freeing or it's freezing. <laughs> oh, it's like to know that about yourself and be okay with it. I guess in the freeing sense, it's just like when you finally get to that point and just go, oh, okay then. Yeah. It like literally, it unshackles you. Um, yeah. That's that's really been a lot of this year for me as well. It's like, you know, I've been not, I've known this and learned it and studied it and done all the things for years, but this year especially, Maybe it is, you know, the time, maybe it's not the seven years, but it's definitely the time where it's just kind of like, boom. it's like those shackles have just literally just gone, huh, wow. And I think that's that feeling of that owning one's true energy and aura. And when you feel you, mm. it's like, holy shit, there I am. And it's just like you then become really super aware of other people's energy and how it moves through you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I know you get this. And I know that a lot of other reflectors do, but it's it's been hard to sort of put it into words that it's literally like, oh, there it is. And, and it's just like because you're so free, it feels like just energy. And it's like, okay, not for me. And you can just kind of like move out of it. There's just no, there's a detachment. You get what I'm you get what I'm saying here it's like a literal freedom of self to go wow this is magic this is absolutely pure magic to feel this way and not let anything kind of like weigh you down to just be the angels that we are I suppose I love what you were saying there before about tapping into this and you were talking about you know being raised in astrology and then it was just like oh I don't want to I don't want to even I can't even go here I was exactly the same. It's just like, I always wanted to be interested in it, but it's just like, I don't have time to get my head around that. That's just way too complex. Throw human design at us. And we're like, just (laughs) eating it, aren't we? We're just inhaling it going, you know, and then other people will say, I'm, I'm an astrologer. I've got a friend, Cash, she's another reflector and she's a brilliant astrologist, astrologist, astrologer. And, um, and she's trying to get her head into human design. She goes, wow, this is really complex. And I'm like, <laughs> funny, isn't it? That that she's like, I know all of this stuff about astrology, but I'm just, oh, wow, how do I, how do I relate? So, yeah. yeah. For me, it was really hard because like, so my mom, she wasn't into it, at least not as far as I knew, like my whole entire life or anything. 
but as I got to be a teenager and I, and I moved, I moved in with her, you know, I'm around her more and she's doing tarot and she got in and she got into doing like her tan circle, like drum circles, like all that kind of stuff. And of course, like I'm in high school and like, we had gone like ghost hunting together. And so I'm into like mystical stuff by then, like to that regard, I had done Ouija boards, like freaked myself out with it, like all that kind of stuff. But when it came to the astrology, I think like a big aspect of why I was so pushed away by it was, and I know, I know you're, you're going to just feel this in your bones. It wasn't how she delivered the information was not first of all, understandable most of the time, because she would always put it in just the lingo and would never tell me what the fuck it meant. And within that, it was not made practical. Yeah. And that fifth line in me needs something to be practical. If you're giving me information and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's not the information for me. You know what I mean? And so like, that was the thing that like really made it hard was that she never, she never wanted to bring it down to a practical level for me. So I was like, okay, I can't deal with this. And I think that that's why, like, even now to this day, like, you know, I've got some astrology books and like, I'll pull my, my um, astro human design chart so I can see all the astrology knowledge, but like the astrology chart, like the birth chart, I don't like get that out of here. I don't like all these lines connecting and doing all these (laughs) things. Like I want nothing to do with that. Like I'm just taking the small nuggets that I have of the efficiency. And like, I've had the desire to learn astrology, to like fill all that information in. But I, but I'm just like, I think my body really has come to see that astrology, while it's an amazing, it's an amazing system. Like we need that in order for human design to even exist. Right. So it's so amazing, but pulling it down into the sphere of human design and, and then, you know, going into like jinkies and that deeper level that information for me, especially with the individual practicality makes all the difference. Yeah. You know, because yes, if you looked at somebody's uh, astrology chart, you know, you combine all these different things, like it can become very nuanced, but it's still never going to be as nuanced and fine-tuned and straight to the fucking point that, that your specific human design chart is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just never going to be that. And like, now that I've studied with it for all this time, it's just like, it's blown my mind to be like, oh my God, we literally like in, in some regard, we, we literally have your unique, like soul blueprint. Like you have the cheat codes to your life through these charts. And I think that for me, like, even though it's been brought down into this practical level, like when I think about the other side of it, it still blows my mind to this day that, that that's exactly what these charts are. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and for, I don't know, for somebody like me who went throughout my whole life being like, I'm the third line, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's just throwing spaghetti at walls, <laughs> just trying shit, you know? And then having all the projections fly at me with the fifth line, it's just like, I can't, I can't d- even describe how big of a blessing and a gift it has been like to, to know myself. Mm. And I think this is like one area where I differ with <laughs> many areas where I differ with Ron, some things, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that I've heard him talk about 
with reflectors is like oh they're not interested in knowing themselves they couldn't care less like they shouldn't know themselves they shouldn't worry about it or they just don't worry about it and I'm like bro I don't know who the fuck you've been talking to but me as a reflector I've only ever wanted to actually know who I am because all I've ever experienced was the projections and or the energy that was fucking with me of other people yes and constantly changing and how scary is that? Like to say that they don't want to know, they shouldn't even know themselves. You know, going back to that whole not self reflector, yeah. it's like, honestly, though, a reflector is bloody dangerous when they are in a really downward spiral. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I think why, why would we not? We want to know who we are so that we yeah. can operate from a really healthy space because when we start to know who we are, we do operate. It's like we just come alive as I was saying before it's like this freedom unshackling it's like wow I'm operating from this pure place that's amazing so it's I mean it's so empowering like I unintentionally throughout you know doing readings and everything like I've primarily worked with reflectors and every single time you know I sit down with another reflector which I think like is you know some magic that maybe we have like I don't think we've tapped into quite as much as we could is like this understanding of like mirror to mirror yeah and the the potency and the magic that is that comes alive especially when you have somebody who is like a clean mirror and I really like because of all this shit within the human design like I don't like trying to label people not self self whatever but I've I've definitely experience some reflectors where I'm like oh baby like you've got so much gunk in there so much of the not self not in terms of any bad way and just in terms of like that's just not your true nature and I've experienced that with other reflectors and like you know I saying dangerous I'm like well what's how, how do we say dangerous like that's like as somebody who's been like in abusive situations like saying the word dangerous it's like yeah it's dangerous but like let's just clarify in the sense of like it's really sad it's leaving them out of their potential and or they could easily influence other people in certain ways for sure but beyond that when you do get in front of another reflector who is you know for the most part clean and clear within themselves the like it's like a quantum realm opens up like literally I think I think I have learned so much about us through just taking the like truth hidden in plain sight simply right in front of us and just like thinking about mirrors and just like like one of the things is like how does a mirror see itself well it has to have another mirror in front of it you know that's just as big as Mm -hmm. it in order to be able to capture its reflection and like when when that happens I've experienced this magic where it's like I can see you and I can feel you but then I can also see me and feel me in a way that I've never experienced with any other type before yeah that's you said that perfectly I could yeah that's yeah yes yes (laughs) speechless I'm like fuck I've run out of words (laughs) perfect it's so true it's so true and yeah. the more we're around each other, um, I'm the same. We've just learnt so much, grown so much by being around my other brothers and sisters, you know, and exactly what you said. Maybe that's because I've just had the mirror back at me and it's been this huge amount of growth. So you yourself, you know, you were saying that before when you do you multi-modality, 
because you don't do things the way the textbook does it. That's what I love about you. You just, you, you speak it through yourself and it's like you're learning. So it's really, um, thank you for sharing that because it's beautiful. Someone's going to get a lot out of that. I just did. Mm. That's why we need each other. You know, I've like, I've actually, I've actually like kind of like, you know, okay, you you know that like we're, that I'm into like the weird shit. Like my mind is willing to go places because like, why the fuck not? We're reflectors. Like our life's just weird in general. (laughs) But but one of the things that I think, I, I think there is something like I was trying to say, I think there is actually something really beautiful and and important and 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 magical beyond the sense of like what just saying those words can capture when we come together like I've almost experienced it and seen it like whenever we have you know at least two reflectors who are in their power who are clean and clear in that sense come together and then even more so when we have a group come together, because I've done these like group reflector calls and, and and I've experienced this and had other people experience it where it's like, okay, so even if you just picture, like there's this, this restaurant that I go to that has this like, it's like a 90s funky like themed restaurant and the bathrooms, the walls are entirely mirrored. And when you go into a place that's like that and you look into those mirrors, right, you see it's just like never ending fractals. Like you, where does the space end in terms of like what your eyes can see, right? I I believe that as reflectors, we are beacons essentially for chunks of the program that like we are living embodiments of the program, right? Or children of the program in this sense. And so based off of the fact that we are mirrors and we have our own light, right? So kind of thinking about like a backlit mirror or a mirror that can shine a light. I really feel like, and feel like I've experienced that whenever we have multiple reflectors together, if everybody is in clear alignment with their energy and and things are flowing how they're supposed to, I really think that we have the capacity to heal other people, Mm. to heal each other right? Because if you just think about the fact that we're, we're bending and we're reflecting and reflecting, reflecting, whatever the fuck the word is, light off of everybody. Yeah. Then like, then when we come together, that like that amplification, that quantum field that opens up, Mm. it really has just felt like we have the capacity to like rewire each other in a way, like reset each other kind of like rebuild each other within that those reflections like I don't know I know I don't know if that sounds crazy to you but I'm just like that's just the feelings and like the visual images that I've gotten when we've been together it's just that like I think somebody even said like when you a picture like when you've seen um pictures of like the globe and you see those light points and then the lines connecting it like we're rebuilding the grid almost yeah yeah and you know what, having that healing and what you were saying there about, you know, that inner light, when we, and this is humanity in general, but we're talking about us here because I can feel it. When we are in that alignment, what you were speaking about before, it is so very easy for us to walk into other environments, to be that beacon, walking into that environment and literally change it yeah. just through this light and alignment. 
going back to what I was saying before, you know, they're a reflector in in a in a the dirtier mirror, I suppose, probably can't sort of shine that it's a bit smoky, the mirror. I guess that's a terrible analogy. But when we're standing in that alignment, when we're standing in that truth and we do walk into, and I've seen it, I've seen it happen time and time again. It's literally you change. You change the feel of that environment. You change it. You it's like you are a, a lifting it up. So to use your analogy about the the grid, it's just like you're sending out little sparks, you know, we're lighting it up a little bit further for everybody else to embrace their own light. Yeah. I love it. I love that visual because I I sense that a lot walking around in in the world. Um it's like I'm literally, you know, you, to quote the matrix, it really is like that. Sometimes it's just like I'm actually not really here. I'm here, but I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they just call us, you know, the observers. And it's just like I literally sometimes float around in life where my body's moving and, my, you know, I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah. Because it's like so much information is going through me. I don't know. I wish I could draw. It's one of the things that I wish for in my life that I was an artist to be able to draw some of the weird shit that I see or feel yeah. because yeah. it's, yeah. It's it's so, it's so intangible. It's so hard to explain. And I mean, I have feelings, cognition. So like the way in which I process information in general is just so, it's just so elusive. It's just so, you know, it's so hard to explain because it's like, I feel the image, but it's a feeling, but it's an image, but it's, it's so hard. Um, Okay, so going with what we were talking about and what you just said, like this whole moving through the world, being here while not being here. One, I completely understand. I was actually just thinking about this earlier today when I was attempting to take a nap that didn't work. I'm just like, like I was looking around. I think right before I took my nap, actually, I had this moment where I just like looked around my room at, at all of these like crystals and these and these 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 tapestries and these paintings these artworks this lamp and these books and everything that I've acquired over the years and like looking around and seeing that over time it's it's come together in this like you know random but still somehow cohesive expression of myself and in a style in a sense and and you know just seeing things that like I'm interested in and and it was so weird because I, I'm like I was realizing that at like in all of these individual moments it wasn't any kind of thought other than like oh I like this crystal that looks cool I'll take that into my environment or oh I like this painting I'll take that into my environment and then like one day just looking around and being like, oh, this is an expression of me. This is, you know, so many years in the making of my storyline and just realizing how in these moments, I was not necessarily consciously aware of what was happening. Like, and I, and I, and I was like pondering and, and questioning, like, gosh, is this really a reflector thing? And does other, do other reflectors kind of feel like this where it's like, you know, maybe it's my, because I'm also have a third line mind, but like with us constantly changing, like literally with the rotation of the planets, you know, we're never the same, like the storyline of who we are and the energy that's flowing through us. 
and whatever environment we are in is constantly changing. I feel like it sometimes makes it hard to feel anchored in that present moment Mm -hmm. because it's just like, you're like, you're just like, you're flowing through a river, right? Like the currents are constantly moving through you. And so to just stop and have this moment where I just like look around and just see what all of my currents have collected over the years and just been like, whoa. And then to to like look in the mirror and look at my face and be like, gosh, this is what my face looks like after 30 years. And this is where my life's at now. And like just stopping for a moment and observing my life and my environment at times can be so mind-blowing because I think of what you were just saying of just like talking about just that the constant change and flow of movement so I wonder if you experience any kind of similar thing like what is your your experience like with moving through life thus far I um I feel like I love I love the fluidity whereas most of my life I've probably been trying to be quite a structured and fit in you know that's the I guess going back to also deconditioning and but I've never really fitted in it's because it's like um I wanted to be solid like a rock or like that crystal you know you just put up there it's like I wanted I wanted to to be a bit more solidified and so I tried to to work towards doing that that structure but I realized that I'm Mm free-flowing constantly free-flowing and the more I move my body even as I'm sort of dancing through life. So often I'll sort of like catch myself if, actually it's been a long time, as I said, this year's been quite enlightening for me. But in the past, even last year, you know, I'm trying to do things and trying to put, you know, like a square into the round hole. And I just, now it's like I just I just laugh at everything or I'll just be like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> you know, and 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 that's the real wishy-washiness. And I think in my past it'd be like, oh, you can't be like that. But it's like that's how I flow. That's how I feel good. As soon as I start to sort of like stop and get structured again, it's just like maybe everything just catches up with me to use yours, you know, going around. It's just like I'm trying to stop the stop the world from spinning. It's just like, no, no. <laughs> you know, it must, must spin. Um, so yeah, I do, I do take a lot of moments to just embody, to keep me anchored, to use your words, I suppose that's, that's me now, the anchoring, the grounding is to just move back into my body because I often have this disconnection to even this, this form sometimes, like I'm off somewhere else. And even in our dreams, you know, messaging you, it's just like, wow, these dreams, you can't make this up. I can't even explain things, things yeah. that pop into my head, even, even sometimes seeing frequency. It's just like I vibration. It's like, I'll just be like walking and all of a sudden it's like things will shift. It's literally like the matrix, you know, you see the, yeah. black, the black cat. And it's like, what is happening? And then as soon as I overthink it, it's just like, oh, and I'll go, okay. Hi. <laughs> and I know that sounds, you know, you sort of sometimes you think you sound really vague. It's just like, no, I'm actually really, really present, but not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's just like, I'm here, but I'm not. 
sometimes I'm just off in distant lands or distant worlds or different distant universes. And then I sort of like come back in and that's scary. Not, no, scary is the wrong word. I retract that. It's like, where was I again? Oh, that's right. This is my life. Okay. Here I am. Yeah. That it's unsettling at times, not knowing you've got to have a little bit of a pause to catch up. Do you have, do you experience that? What you're saying maybe in that moment where you kind of like, looked around your room and you're like oh that's right I'm having a human experience again (laughs) whoops yeah yeah Yeah, no I think that's like exactly what it was because I mean even even growing up like I I don't I don't know why like it wasn't for any kind of necessarily specific reason but like I always felt like I'm not gonna live past 30 like I, I just couldn't I could not envision me living a normal human life like I just I just couldn't ever picture it and I think it was because possibly of that like you know even in the moments where we can find grounding like you were saying it's only for like a brief moment and then it's like okay like you got to keep spinning and so I I think because of like what you were saying is like I felt so different too I was trying to fit in I'm trying to make sense of of my fucking life and how I felt and how I'm like looking around at everybody else. And I'm like, it seems to be working real well for them. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. And just like <laughs> countless hours of crying and frustration and depression and, and all of these things of like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> I don't get it. And I don't think it should be this hard. So like, I, I literally couldn't imagine a full human future because of, I think the level of like, like you said, like I'm here, but I'm not here. And so it's like that, like the moment earlier of just like looking around and being like, I'm up in this bitch. (laughs) Like I'm here, I'm living a life. There's like evidence of me being here. I'm doing things but this is still fucking weird, right? Like, <laughs> it's so, it's so hard for me at times to take my life, not like take it seriously, but you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to take it seriously at times. Yeah. And that's what I was saying there before. Sometimes you just, something hits you and you just start laughing because you just, yeah. I think when you get to that point and you just realize it's just, just have fun. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> You know, most of the reflectors that I have met, we're all highly intuitive. We're, I don't think there's one reflector that I've met who's just not has, not, not has psychic abilities, not has this, just, you know, this is who we are. Mm -hmm. I think for some, it's hard to embrace that. Whereas you and I have just gone, okay, then down the rabbit hole we go. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, um, speaking with, um, other reflectors as well you know plant medicine has probably come into that you know being able to sort of like tap into psychedelics and things like that and experience that altered reality you know not for everybody but it does sort of like shift that structured mind to a new awareness so most people that I know that have kind of dabbled in that kind of then they they kind of like let go of a lot of that stuff they just okay that was that was a lie or a fake anyway <laughs> i think there's probably just an aspect especially for for us as reflectors like the further we get into our journey and really honoring 
who we are and, and our design and everything and what it means to be I I feel like there's a there's a level of of that that just happens on a day-to-day basis anyway and I think especially especially if you've hit moments of like really having those ego death spiritual awakening moments of like where you see the glicks you see out of the matrix even temporarily and and that was like you know I had an experience last year where I I I did nothing to to try to bring this about or anything but I had a spontaneous kundalini activation Mm. and I literally at like three o'clock in the morning (gasps) woke up like gasping air woke up and as I woke up it's like my mind was taken over by my higher self or god or whatever you would equate it to it was like complete my mind was completely taken over and the whoever it was that was speaking to me like which really felt like my higher self was just like I've been lead it's like the the actual words were so hard but basically it was like I've been leading you kind of like through this journey to awaken you out of your dream mm. but talking about in terms of like this life yeah. being a dream and trying to wake us up out of it and you know we can look at deconditioning as like one aspect of that but even just like having those moments where you literally just glitch out of the matrix something happens you know you're visited by something or you take you know a a psychedelic or something and it puts you in that state or just having those those really magical moments of profound connection and reflector surprise yeah you know where you kind of like you're like oh shit I see the inner workings like you know what I mean like you you see that it's a play you see that it's a script you see beyond the facade of what's happening and like with me with that with that activation last year you know again it was like the thing of like intellectually knowing it all before and having these these moments but once that happened the experience that I had you know then and then following and the and the couple of weeks after I just remember just like at one point I told my boyfriend I was like I don't know if I'm gonna die <laughs> like I don't know what's gonna happen you know I I don't know what the rules are in terms of like when somebody realizes some of these things that other people don't realize like do I get cut now like <laughs> what's going on <laughs> And, and just like having these moments where, you know, like for me, like I, my life's work is in the gate of unity. Mm. And so it's like, I, I never really know if this is my personal experience or this is the experience of others, but I know that everybody is, is equipped to feel this sense of unity. But in those moments, you know, after all of that, those ego deaths happening, it brought me to this place where there were so many times where <laughs> I literally was just like, it's only me. It's just me here. There's nobody else but me. You know, obviously it's the bigger me, like yeah. you're you and my boyfriend is my boyfriend. My daughter's my daughter. But like, when you really like can break your consciousness past a certain point where you can fully accept and see in your body that higher working and just like your connection to that sense of unity consciousness, like 
it gets really fucking weird and really fucking hard to try to live in this everyday life and be like, okay, all right, how do I navigate it? I know what's going on at a higher level, but also, you know, in this situation, like, but fuck you for saying that, you know, like these, <laughs> yeah. real, these real human moments. It's like that meme that just so reminds me of that meme where you see that monk walking around and be like, I can be an enlightened as hell and still fucking tell you to go <laughs> shove it in your ass. <laughs> Like, I love that. Every time I see it, I think that's exactly it. Equal parts angel and yeah. demon. Yeah. And so like anytime I've ever heard like, oh, reflectors are just meant to be so unbiased and they're just meant to be <laughs> just these sweet little mirrors. And I'm like, I mean, maybe for all reflectors that aren't fifth lines, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That bloody fifth line. I think that it's... I think that's that that is a, a a learned skill it's I guess with all our openness sometimes we do go in and go well you're doing that wrong and I can <laughs> see it it's like you've you've got to learn to just shut up as you were saying before you know with your friends it's like sometimes you've got to really go is this in the best interest here for me to share my insights because sometimes my insights may not be wanted <laughs> and then you think doesn't want my insights my insights are amazing why would you not want my insights and then you think because they don't I'm like oh <laughs> you know it's just like what's wrong with them why don't they want our insights don't they realize we can see through it all <laughs> I think that's one of the actually the biggest blessings that excuse me that my that my boyfriend like I said he's a projector like god bless him has given me is that he's like destiny you really have to understand that no first of all no other people don't see the shit that you see (laughs) and so it's quite surprising and abrasive at times for you to just spit some shit out of your mouth like it's just no big deal And the other person is just like cut to their core because you've just like gone into them and pulled something like this core wound up that they've just suppressed for so long. (laughs) And it's like, you just like, here's this. Have you thought about this? Have you looked at this in a while? And they're like, I didn't even know it was there. What? You know, like it can be such a shock. He's like, you have to treat it like a weapon almost. Like you really, you really have to be very conscious and, and, and conscientious about what you say and what you do with people because most people are not expecting it and most people can't handle that level of truth. But to us, it's just like, first of all, why would you not want this information? I don't understand. Like, is this not wildly helpful? Is this like, first of all I didn't realize it was not obvious to everybody I'm so sorry (laughs) my bad but like don't you want to know and it's like (laughs) I don't know about you but the 30 years that I've lived in my life (laughs) the uh test results have shown that no most people don't want to fucking hear it (laughs) they say they do but they don't (laughs) I wonder if you've dealt with this too one of the things that I've noticed for fifth lines is like we definitely have a very hard time asking for help mm-hmm. <laughs> and or 
asking like either we just don't we just don't feel the need to ask for help or we have asked for help before and not gotten the quality of help that we actually need and so we're just like I'll just figure it out myself and then kind of just like leave it be and so like that's one thing that like with my other friend who's a three five reflector um we I kind of have this like mutual understanding with him of like hey you can ask for help sometimes like hey it's okay like don't feel bad that you're coming to me and asking for help in this situation like I get it like I've needed help too and didn't didn't have a place to get it from and so I get that kind of like feeling like we kind of have to fix our own shit and do it alone while also fixing everybody else's shit (laughs) it's like I've always envied people who can just go out and ask for help I think that's that's one of those things that through my whole life I would always be like I've envied the people who always walk into a group or walk into a stuff and they go oh this is happening to me oh you know and they dump everything down and everyone runs around and helps them out and all of a sudden they're all like you know fixed and patted down and the dirt's off them off they go everyone and I've always envied that even as a teenager in school but when I actually ask myself deep down I'm like do you would you really want to do that no fuck no (laughs) no you know so it's like a contradiction because it's like you know, or you, you'll see people in, you know, um, support groups, you know, even even uh, human design support groups, and they'll just come in and just, they'll just dump. Yeah. And you think, wow, <laughs> I really envy that you can do that because I can't. <laughs> and even if I could, it wouldn't make me comfortable <laughs> because it's no. that fifth line. And, and nine times out of ten, the people who are just like, going, Whoop, here's, my, here's my whole life story, fix me uh not five fifth lines no um, (laughs) so it's it's I get that now but yeah envy but at the same time going would you want that Mm -mm -mm -mm." yeah I even find myself I even find myself too like with with some of those people like I, I have to remind myself too I think of the innate genius that is within our fifth line for for us to be able to know what's needed even for ourselves I think like during the times of like peak emotional you know experience within whatever we're dealing with it's really hard but then like once that kind of wears off like I found that like usually I know what to do (laughs) and it's and so there's like this this confusion when I see people do some of those things where they're just like dumping everything and they're just asking a question about like well my boyfriend's treating me like this like I don't know what to do I'm like what do you mean you don't want to do bitch leave his ass like you know or just like you're just looking at people and you're like how do you not know how to fix your problems like how do you not how do you not see the problem how do you not have solutions like how do you how do you not how (laughs) but so there's like that but then there's also the flip side of like I've had the experience of like asking for help and it just not ever being anything that actually helped and so I'm just like gosh whatever I guess I'll just go back to doing it <laughs> yeah. or not doing it. Just like putting it putting or it not away. doing it or just brushing it under the rug until <laughs> my my problems pile up high enough. And then my fifth line's like, bitch, do something about it. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big enough problem now, I suppose. <laughs> oh, so how are your readings going? We have been going for a while, so we might, <laughs> we might, we probably have to wrap it up and go to probably. version two another day. Um, yes. 
<clears throat> how your readings going because you're doing these little mini readings which is exciting I was yes. like hoping to bop into one of those but time zones yes I'll be and I'll and I'll hopefully be I will be getting an evening one set up soon um I just you know can't I can't schedule things too far in advance I was like okay I can commit to some two-day ones but I gotta wait for this other one um <clears throat> yeah like you were saying earlier in the beginning I kind of I took I took a little back seat um, for a little bit. I was going pretty hard on readings um, all the way up until like the beginning of last year. And then when the true sidereal storm hit the mm -hmm. community, um, I was doing some readings. But then after like the first couple of months of like the shit really hitting the fan, my fifth line was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't take the level of attacks that I'm getting right now because of my heresy. So I kind of just dipped out for a bit. Um, and <laughs> really spent the last year just kind of like diving into some deeper self-study, going down some other rabbit holes, um, and kind of doing just readings like here and there. But now I have gotten gotten the urge again to get back out there and to start doing some readings after a lovely beautiful compliment from a previous client of mine that really juiced me up really let me know that my fifth line like is actually there to do some good and that like you know there's reasons for my heresy and all this kind of stuff um so I'm finally kind of I think I think I really had to get to the point where I felt confident and comfortable enough in my voice and in what I was here to share and what it is that I was working with in terms of, of my heretical um, side of the work that I do, because I work with more than one astrology chart. Mm -hmm. um, but going through the last almost two years now, my third line has gone through so many experiences with readings that it's just like, it's proven to me time and time again, that you do know what you're talking about, even though, even if you cannot logically give somebody all the x y and z pinpointed reasons as to why this works like you've experienced it so many times you've seen that it works you've seen the solutions and because of that I think now in my body I feel so much safer with mm. the heresy that I know is like bound to come back out again that I'm like finally kind of like it's, it's a little slow it's a little bit of a slow drip but like I I feel I feel that sense of authority and a sense of that like confidence that I think is really important for any fifth line to have when you're going to go out there and be in your heretical yeah. self. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm actually really excited to get back out there. I, I'm, like I said, slowly, but surely doing it, but seeing, seeing the quality of especially like this has been a huge driver seeing the quality of readings that are especially being given to reflectors and the quality of those readings not being very I won't say good because it's subjective but at least helpful mm. yep. for reflectors um and getting the feedback that I did you know <clears throat> of really Sharing the work that I do to some of these like larger people in the space and, and having somebody reflect back to me that like, hey, like yours was so much more powerful and and and, and meaningful and, and impactful than this really kind of wrapped <clears throat> wrapped up all of the experiences that I've had and that I've seen over the last few years within the community, especially with reflectors to just be like, ah, 
I don't see too many people out there who know how to give quality readings to reflectors. They just keep spitting the same basic five fucking things at us and it's not helping. Yep. 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 And so, you know, I've got the gate seven, which is the gate of the leader in my fifth line. So it's kind of like getting to the point where I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) It's like, fine like that reluctant leader like okay fine I guess since none of y'all want to do it right (laughs) I guess I'll come out and help some people because we fucking need it (laughs) yeah we do and I'm really glad because yeah and it this will be a chat for another time but give you an update on that last chat that we had to do with the multiple charts Mm -hmm. I went on a bender after our last chat and just that was fun that was that was fun yeah did you find some good nuggets in there yeah I did it was just like this is cool shit that's just why I love I love you know I love the fact that you just challenge things and just go have a think about this or have it it's like whoa this is cool like yeah cool cool stuff yeah and I think I think for reflectors like that's it's been one of the things that I have found that I think is also really important for reflectors because even though throughout my, my trial and errors with both systems, um, you know, I've really found that like tropical is, it's like our ground floor entry level energy. Like it is kind of like the most basic layer of us, but then going further into that true sidereal chart, it allowed me to access a layer of myself that was always there and was always working. You know, like I, I experienced the energy of that chart in my life. And, and just before I had found it coming out so clearly, and then even when the shit hit the fan, like the impact and the, 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 the heresy that was happening within that, I could see that energy living out. And so it's, it's been something that's allowed me to go to an even even deeper level and layer of myself, my being and my consciousness that has given me more of a complete, a complete holistic picture of who I am and kind of helped fill in those blanks and, and also really help, I think, empower empower me at times too out of that feeling like oh I'm just a reflector I'm only ever going to be constantly changing and moving and not that there's anything wrong with that but when I was studying just that chart there were holes you know it's like cheese like there were holes that I could feel in my body were not being filled Mm -hmm. and the deeper I've gone down these other rabbit holes with these other charts those holes have been filled And they've presented themselves to me. And then, like I said, during readings, being able to have the two charts in front of me and talk to somebody and be like, okay, I can see this tropical energy coming in, but through what it is that you're saying to me and you're talking about your experience, that's within this chart. And then being able to give them that knowledge and then being like, oh my God, I would have never thought about that. That's not in my other chart what and then I and I give them this information they're like fuck that makes so much sense yeah yeah you know and so yeah it's it's been it's just like of course a reflector is going to come into human design and and be like there's something wrong here a three five reflector who's like "Mm, some shit doesn't smell completely right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and that's what that's half the fun as I said it's just half the fun it's just like pushing boundaries it's just you know, wake up people, like stop just 
uh, that's just a that's an opinion of mine it's just like please just stop sprouting the same shit over and over and over and over I eye roll a lot I just kind of walk <laughs> away from a lot of it now but just like oh here we go and I always find it it's like every now and then I'll jump on social media and and you know it's mainly Instagram because it's the one and people will have their their slides of Mm-hmm. Um, all of the, the types, the five types going along. And I always go, all right, what are these fuckers saying about reflectors today? You know, <laughs> you can just kind of go, yeah, that's not too bad. Or then other times it'll be like, oh, what a crock of shit. And I'm like, don't put that out there. Don't, don't say that. Don't abort, abort, abort. You know, sometimes it's not helpful, Annie. Don't tell them that that's a crock of shit. But see, see, this is the thing that after I, after I got that compliment, which was not the first time I had heard about either directly from myself or other reflectors having these experiences with people in the industry that were extremely subpar, extremely subpar that like a, a big part of the reason why I haven't gotten, like, I don't post on Instagram. I don't put content out there is because of the aspect that I see that it's like, what what we would consider the pop hd kind of stuff like right like those slides where it's like generators here's your thing projectors here's your thing reflectors here's your thing one of the things that i noticed is like it's it's all the same shit being recycled you know there's there's very little pure authenticity and creativity when it comes to this information it's just a lot of of homogenization yeah of the very system that's supposed to break us away from homogenization and so like and I think that's a part of at least for reflectors and people attempting to serve reflectors is a part of the issue is that people who keep this information at that base surface level it's like the iceberg like they're just up here at the tip And so just trying to tell, especially like a reflector, just, hey, just wait 30 days. Oh, track the lunar cycle. Oh, you're so fluid. You're so flowy. Everything is constantly magical for you. Like what, what the fuck is this actually doing to help us to understand ourselves? Like it's not. Mm -hmm. And so with that fluff, like that's a, it's been a big part of actually like, I really want to have a conversation about this and I really want to even like put out a video, but then I deal with that same of like, do you want, are you in the mood to piss people off today? Like how much heresy can you take? Because it's like, I just want to be transparent and open and honest like that. And I don't know if this is a fifth line thing of just like feeling like I just want to be able to say how I feel and to say what I'm seeing. And I think for reflectors too, like in the community, that's not honored enough. Mm, yeah. I've seen that so many times. It's like, people really don't want to hear what we have to say unless it's like so cute and pretty and you know what I mean? Like nice and fluffy. And it's like, I don't know about you, but more often than not, I've experienced reflectors who have <laughs> the reflection of things going on and it's not nice and fluffy and pretty because that's not the fucking reality of what's going on. Yep. And yep. So when I see even, you know, the top name people out there who are so respected and who, and who are OGs and who have studied with raw and all this shit, who still can't deliver a good effective reading to a reflector i'm like do you guys fucking even actually know anything then 
Why are we pretending? Stop. Ask a fucking reflector. Find those of us who are doing readings, who know the system, and then ask us to help fill in the information and fucking pay us and support us for it because that doesn't happen enough anyway. Like, it's like, that's been one of the biggest driving factors of me finally wanting to get back out there and kind of come out of my shell after so long of being like, it's not worth it. It doesn't even matter because I've seen this continuously come back to me of the the lack of depth and the lack of of actually offering wisdom and solutions like that fifth line energy through this to reflectors and even to other types yeah. that it's just like it's just it's become almost like a duty and I feel like we especially as reflectors have just so much potential mm-hmm that's just sitting here waiting to be expressed and to be discovered and to be utilized within, you know, obviously not just human design, like the world, but especially the human design world. Because also, like I said at the beginning, you know, we, we are we are poised to be a type that can help people decondition that much fucking quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And help people understand themselves in, in a way that goes beyond just telling people that you're meant to be lit up and you're meant to ride out an emotional wave, you yeah. know? Yep. Yeah. I love that. I love what you do. <laughs> Thanks. I love what you do. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. All right. Let's wrap Finish. this one up. We've been gone. I'll uh, yes. sign us off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and sharing the laughs talking the shit with me and allowing me to yeah it's been great and we'll uh talk again soon yes ma'am 